Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recovery Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started RecoveryYourSoul.net after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery and help others to transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions with me, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, subscribe and receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. I know that together... We can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to Recover Your Soul. If you're here for the first time, welcome to the Recover Your Soul community. And if you're back with me, I just say thank you. Thank you for continuing to join me on this journey. It's hard to believe that we're almost coming to the end of 2021. What a year it's been. I just feel like it actually just got started. There was so much excitement, anticipation of it being a different year after 2020. And the fact that it didn't really meet our expectations in a way. I think most of us hoped that we would be closer to the end of this pandemic than sort of still in this weird nebulous middle. And I know for myself, I could catch myself getting to that place where you're kind of looking forward like, When this happens, I'll be happy, or when this situation feels better and we can all connect and meet more thoroughly without any restrictions at all, everything will be okay. When we can travel to wherever we want to go, everything's going to be okay. And the truth is that when we do that, we're removing ourselves from being present in where we are right now. And we're putting our happiness in a future event. When I get into that place, I'm sort of beginning to circle back into kind of control, to be honest, like that I think that if something's going to be a certain way, it's going to be better. And I use the serenity prayer and the third step prayer in AA a lot in my life. And I just wanted to talk about those because they bring me such a sense of peace. And even when I'm thinking about the expectations of the holidays or what's coming next or how it's all going to work out, I can go right back to those prayers, just like we talked about in the slogans in my episodes on the Al-Anon slogans, 
that it's something that you can kind of grab onto to get your mind stopped from the major spin that it's doing and bring yourself back. So the serenity prayer as said in 12 step and it is not written by 12 steps so used in many different ways is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference and if you listen to my episodes you've heard me say before that when I did my first round of recovery a, a little over 10 years ago I think that I thought that it said, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Okay, there's a lot of things you can't change. The courage to change the things I can, like the courage to change other people. Give me courage to change things and the wisdom to know the difference. Uh, you know, maybe there's some some things that you can't change. And when I came into recovery the second time, I realized that I really had twisted it in my control addiction space and that the courage to change the things I can really is just me. The courage to change me, my attitudes, my thoughts, my emotions, my attachment. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And that's everything. That's everything. That includes the fact that this pandemic is not over. That includes the fact that the country is completely invited by who believes in masking, who doesn't, who believes in COVID, who doesn't, who believes in vaccines, who doesn't, who's on this side of the political scale, who isn't. We have more divided than ever. And it's so sad because you can just feel the crunchiness. You can feel the fear about it. And so I can use this to accept the things that I'm powerless over, accept the things I cannot change. And sometimes when you talk about being powerless, you feel like you're having to roll over. But really, there's a surrender to that. There's a surrender to that. And when I had Coot Blackson on for my interview, who is a well-known author and speaker, and he was saying the things that I've been saying in this podcast for the last two years, I felt a sense of like, yes, we're all in this, that surrendering, surrendering and letting go of and accepting is the answer to your own happiness, to your own soul recovery, to realizing that turning into yourself is the way to find peace. And so when I do that, when I think, okay, so this year had some expectations to it, I would have absolutely loved for it to have cleared up and gone away. And we don't have to ever think about any of this ever again. And in those situations, I can use the tools that I've talked about in some of the other podcasts, the the switching things around by using your gratitude and just say, I'm so happy and grateful that I have the ability to stay centered. I'm so happy and grateful that I have a job. I'm so happy and grateful that I have my Recover Your Soul community. I'm so happy and grateful that I have supportive friends. I'm so happy and grateful that I have my health. And when I turn into what I have courage to change, that's me changing. That's me changing the emphasis on myself and what I can do. 
instead of thinking that I need to change somebody else. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. When I was in early recovery, I used to say this prayer about a million times a day, like literally probably a hundred times a day. And that anytime something happened, anytime that my husband and my son were having an argument or anytime I felt completely overwhelmed or anytime that anything was happening that I just, my cortisol levels and my heart rate and my blood pressure, you could just feel that I was literally inside boiling with anxiety and stress. When I would say the serenity prayer, I could breathe and just let go for a minute. And sometimes it was all I had that I could do because it just felt so overwhelming. Everything felt so overwhelming. And then as time went on, I found that I didn't have to say it as much because I was learning to see the truth that it is me that I'm working on. And the more that I could let go of feeling like it was the control of everybody else that I needed to be worrying about, the more I watched my blood pressure go down, the more my heart rate slowed down, the more my stress hormones were subsiding. Using these tools of prayer and the Al-Anon and AA slogans has been essential for me. And I, as I said in my last episode, I'm going through some continued work, some continued soul recovery work of breaking open and releasing and letting go of old patterns and letting go of old belief structures. And it's painful at times. And I found myself going back to the serenity prayer. Every morning I wake up and before I get out of bed, I say the third step prayer, which is God I offer myself to you to build with me and do with me as you will. Relieve me of the bondage of self so I may better do your will. Take away my difficulties. The victory over them can bear witness to those I can help with your power and your love and your way of life. Now I know that some people who listen to this podcast, you don't have to have the God word resonate in the way that feels uncomfortable for you. I loved some of the people in recovery that just said, I just moved God to good, or I moved the word God to love, whatever those are for you. Sometimes I'll say spirit, but honestly, I memorized it with the God. So I say, God, I tend to say source, God, higher power, spirit, divine energy, you know, whatever you want. But what I love about Both the serenity prayer and the third step prayer is that reminder that it's not up to us personally in our minds, in our thought process, in our hands, in our hearts to cling on tightly to what we think we have to change, that we think we have to control, that we think we have to do. And when I say, relieve me of the bondage of self, relieve me of the bondage of self, that's what was so tormenting for me when I was both using alcohol and just in complete untreated Al-Anon addiction to trying to manipulate my family, manipulate how those relationships were working, manipulate and change what was happening for my son and what was happening for my husband. 
the more that I grasped on to trying to twist and turn and control those, the more dire my emotional situation got. And the more I was likely to be drinking heavily to try to cover up how that felt. And the bondage of self is also the part that I've been working on, even in soul recovery, even in recovery from alcoholism, in this bondage of self that wants, expects, has an attachment, has an expectation to some results, has an expectation to how people respond to me, what I think I would like to see happen, how quickly I want something to get to a certain place. What is the, what is the destination? And I'm the one that knows. I know in my heart of hearts that we're supposed to just be on this ride. I forgot to mention in last episode talking about the dark days will come that Rich and his sweetness, my husband and his sweetness, when I was not when I was really hurting, because when I was really hurting, he was really just present for me and allowed me to be in that space and was more supportive and connecting and not fixing and just being there for me than than ever before. That's another benefit of our soul recovery together, just really feeling his support. But, you know, maybe when I was in a little bit better place, he would um, he would tease me. He'd say, you know, happiness is an inside job, which is, you know, what I'm always saying. Or my favorite line that I told the kids all the time, you get to pick your attitude, choose a good one. And it's true. And yet when we're in those places of chaos, when we're in those places of pain, even though we all know what is available to us, the potential of who we are, the wholeness that's available when you're in the throes of something, it is really difficult to pull yourself out. So just moving up and grabbing that next higher level feeling is a really great way to start. I find that these prayers, that the slogans help me reach up to that next level feeling, just a baby step. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Almost just those lines when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling stressed, will immediately bring my energy down. So going back to the third step prayer, God, I offer myself to you to build with me and do with me as you will. When we let go of the little tiny keyhole that we're looking out of at the world and allow ourselves to believe that there's something greater than ourselves, some power, something, whatever it is for you, some power greater yourself that created this amazing planet, that created this universe, that the perfection that's in the way that the systems work in nature, that this fly is there for this reason. And if you take away this animal, it affects the structure of the whole environment and the whole ecological system. That's because there is something greater that has overview of everything. And we have these tiny little keyholes that we look at. That is our bondage of self. We have defined ourselves in such limited spectrum. And if we can be relieved of this bondage of self, if we can be relieved of the need to control, of the need to know, of the need to have power over everything around us and our lives and the people in it, 
amazing things happen and the cracking open of our hearts happens and the release of the heavy burden that we carry is let go. Sometimes in my life, I feel like when I say the prayer, each little part affects me differently at that moment because I'm constantly going through the phases, right? That's the beauty of the steps, a 12 steps of recovery, that you're constantly coming back and revisiting them to help you with what's happening today. So to relieve me of the bondage of self, why? Mm -hmm. So that I can better allow myself to be the full, true potential of the human being that I was born as in this body. Not what I think I should do, not who I think I should be, not who I think somebody else thinks that I should be, but my full self. So I may better do the will of higher power that has given us this beautiful life. And when we open up to that, when we let ourselves actually unfold, it's amazing when you look back on your life, right? Like the little crumbs that you followed or the doors that got slammed in your face that opened another door for you that brought you someplace totally different. But we're so resistant to that because we think we want to know. We want to know what the destination is. I offer myself to you to build with me and do with me as you will. Relieve me of the bondage yourself so I may better do your will. Take away my difficulties. That victory over them can help somebody else with your power, your love, and your way of life. Take away my difficulties. I can hardly remember unless I allow myself to, which I don't allow myself to very much, how painful and chaotic and overwhelming and intense my life was before. And I have said before that I find that it's important to be willing to touch those feelings and to bring them up if you need to work on them or if bringing them up is going to assist somebody else but it can be detrimental to go back and be revisiting and revisiting and revisiting the past because as soon as we go to revisit that past, some element of ourself goes there. The darkness goes there. And so unless you're revisiting the benefits, the positives in your past and allowing those feeling tones of, of the joy and the happiness, I think that it's important to not get too caught up in really dwelling on and marinating in old uncomfortable stuff. So when I do allow myself to, when I think about this, that it was take away my difficulties when I first took my third step in recovery and taking away my difficulties just felt like uh, there's no way. There's no way that there's going to be a repair in my son and my husband's relationship. There's no way. There's no way that I'm not going to feel completely overwhelmed. There's no way that I'm not going to wake up every morning and just think, uh, again today, you know, do I have to live another day? And I have been relieved of those difficulties. That when I started to really trust and not think that it was mine to do and hand it over. The blessing started happening. The healing started happening. The connection started happening. And it even happened in ways that I would have never thought of. Like now both the boys live in California. That was probably the best thing that could have happened to our family was for us to have some space 
And if you listen to the episode of the four of us sitting together just a month or so ago in September, you can feel the healing that has happened from us just having some space from each other. And now we can't get enough of each other. We just spent time together on vacation and I'm on the phone with them so much more. We needed that space and I couldn't see it. But higher power created a job for my son that took him to California first. Higher power and the way that the waves work and life and being on the river, as I call it, happens when you're letting the will of higher power happen, created an environment where my other son got on an airplane and the next day after a bad day and flew to California, it's been a year and a half later. And those difficulties that were part of our just constant patterning that we couldn't get out of because we were so stuck in a rut were changed. And I believe strongly that that's part of the soul recovery journey that we went through in really handing it over. So these two prayers, the serenity prayer and the third step prayer, allow us to take a way of feeling like we're in control of everything out in the world and bring the attention back to ourselves to bring the attention to listening to the spirit voice, whatever that higher power is for you, and trusting that it has you, that you can let go, and that you will be relieved of the bondage of self. Your difficulties will be taken away. And then the end of that is so that Those things that got relieved and saved can help somebody else. That's what this podcast is. Because my life is so vastly different, I want to share with you higher power, soul recovery, letting go, surrendering, being willing to release control of the outside world, and having this way of life that is new and different and trusting will bring you peace and happiness and a healthier way of being. I'll list out these prayers in the show notes. And also, as always, if you have an addiction, I highly recommend 12-step when you're getting going. There's nothing like having the support of the people in the rooms, both in 12-step from addiction and also Al-Anon, which is just an amazing program for people who have other people in their lives who have addictions or you were raised in a family of origin that had addictions, the continued support of each other. And I just thank you for being part of the Recover Your Soul community. Together, we are doing the work to recover our souls. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. 
go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, and there you can find out more about me, book your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates, listen to some of my music. I have some originals and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the Recover Your Soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference and you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also by following, subscribing, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the recover your soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are, share where you're from, share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time, namaste. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.